I got great news, guys. Oh! It's the news update from Game Time Decisions. News, 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 news. Hey everybody, I'm Cam Stewart with your fantasy sports news update, man. What a crazy day. The MLB trade deadline has started slow, but man, it's heated up. My fingers are on fire. Syndergaard and Bumgarner are staying put, but one big gun is now on the move. The Houston Astros going all in. The Astros trading uh, for Zach Greinke today. Unbelievable stuff. The Houston Astros have acquired Zach Greinke from the Arizona Diamondbacks. He started against the Yankees today. Going the other way, four prospects, including two pitching prospects, heading back to the D-backs. The 35-year-old Greinke joins Justin Verlander and Garrett Cole in a stellar Astros rotation. The Astros weren't done there. They picked up Aaron Sanchez, starter from the Jays, along with Jays reliever Joe Biagini. Uh, they're all in. Cubs making a big move today. Chicago picking up uh, Nick Castellanos from the Detroit Tigers. The Tigers are going to get back uh, Alex Lang and Paul Richin, according to our big guy, Craig Mish, here at the Fantasy Sports Radio and Television Network, breaking the story. Congrats. Big stuff. Alex Castellanos on the move. 11 dingers in 11 games. And one thing, he leads the MLB 37 doubles in Big Comerica Park. Entering today's start, uh, another one. We have the Atlanta Braves. They've acquired all-star closer Shane Green from Detroit. The Tigers get back lefty Joey Wentz and outfielder Dermarit in return. Green owns a stellar 1.18 ERA, 0.87 whip, 22 saves, along with a 10.2 Ks per nine uh, rate in 38 games this year. Milwaukee, they've traded first baseman Jesus Aguilar to the Tampa Bay Rays. The Rays will send uh, right-handed pitcher Jake Feria back to Milwaukee. The 29-year-old Aguilar coming off a breakout year. He's regressed a little this year with a 6.94 OPS, eight dingers, and uh, Feria has uh, three runs on 10 hits while striking out 11 and 10 innings of work for the Rays. In other moves, tons of them today, guys. Here we go. The Reds have traded Scooter Jeanette to the San Francisco Giants. The Diamondbacks have acquired Mike Leak from the Seattle Mariners. The break bullpen getting a big boost after they picked up reliever Mark Melanson from the San Francisco Giants. The Marlins traded for last night's starter. Zach Gallen uh, goes to the D-backs for shortstop Chaz Chisholm. Ed Jerko is now a member of the Dodgers after St. Louis traded away the slugger today. The A's have landed former Cincinnati Red pitcher Tanner Rourke. Giants trading pitcher Drew Pomeranz to the Brewers, so they're loading up on some arms. And the Blue Jays uh, still busy. They dealt reliever Daniel Hudson to the Washington Nationals, and the Mariners also dealt Elias and Travis Strickland to the Nationals as well. So three arms there, three relief arms picked up by the Nationals. The Phillies adding Corey Dickerson from the Pittsburgh Pirates. Let's hit the live scoreboard, fellas. Atlanta beating Washington 5-4 to four in 10 innings. Josh Donaldson, the winning solo shot. Washington tied it up with two in the bottom of the ninth. Atlanta wins it in the top. The Blue Jays, the young Blue Jays sweep away the Royals 4-1. to Bo Bichette with his first career home run for Toronto. A great series for him. Cincinnati took out Pittsburgh 4-1. to Luis Castillo, 7 Ks and 7 strong. He gets the win. Agrizel, the loss. Iglesias saved number 20 for the Reds. Games in progress. The Yankees have opened it up. They were trailing. Now they lead Arizona 6-3 to in the bottom of 8. Dodgers and Colorado scoreless top 7. Detroit. Up on the Angels, two to nothing, bottom three. And huge news in the NFL. We got a million, $100 million man. He wanted to be one. He got it. New Orleans Saints all-pro wide receiver Michael Thomas agreeing on a five-year, $100 million extension. When the extension kicks in, Thomas will become the highest-paid receiver in NFL history. 61 of that money is guaranteed. $61 million. That represents the most ever for a non-quarterback offensive player in guaranteed money. Thomas is now locked up with the Saints through 2024. He had one year left on his rookie deal and will earn $1.148 million in 2019. One of the best pass catchers in the league, averaging 107 catches, 
and 1,262 yards and eight touchdowns per season. And his 321 receptions are the most in NFL history by a whiteout in his first three years in the league. Julio Jones and Amari Cooper could be the next receivers to get big-time raises. Buffalo Bills running back LaShawn McCoy and former Pitt running back Demarcus Porter each been ordered to play 55 grand to a Philly police officer, Ronald Butler. He was injured in a 2016 bar fight. The good news, McCoy has paid his buddy Porter, still not ponied up. Atlanta Falcons rookie offensive tackle Caleb McGarry is going to undergo a cardiac ablation procedure today, the team announced. He's the 31st overall pick from the University of Washington. He was cleared by the NFL's medical testing in late February to partake in the scouting combine. We'll see if he can make it back for them. And some sad news in football today. Hall of Fame linebacker Nick Buonacondi of the famous Miami Dolphins no-name defense has passed away at the age of 78. He won two Super Bowls with the Fish and was part of that famous uh, undefeated season team with the Dolphins back in 1972. NHL News, the Colorado Avalanche, they've locked up defenseman Sylvain Girard to a seven-year extension worth $35 million. The Devils signed Will Butcher. Great move there. Three years, 3.73. And the Sabres and Gold Carolinas Allmark still $2 million apart. They have an arbitration meeting coming up. I'm Cam Stewart. Wow, what a day. Baseball, baseball moves coming up late. Gabe Morency hosts Hour 1 of Red Heat Rage Radio. We'll talk to Mark Lawrence about some college football, Gamblu as well, about some fights. This and a whole lot more. Hour 1 of Red Heat Rage Radio coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game, Game time, time decisions. decisions. All right, let's roll. Game time decisions. Red Heat and Rage on radio has begun. I am Gabriel Morenci. We're throwing it down live at the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands uh, in New Jersey, East Rutherford, uh, where it is uh, raining. There are uh, dark clouds uh, hovering uh, over um, the city uh, right now, and uh, that dark cloud um, is the New York Yankee fans who actually have a hashtag uh, started. Fire Cashman. Um, I am Renzi, the Raging Redhead, uh, Cam Stewart. As you just uh, rattled off a lot of these deals, uh, Cam. Big, big oh, uh, day. There's a lot of them. Calm, calm before the me. storm. We've got movement. Yep. Um, though we'll just cut uh, right down to uh, to the chase. Uh, yesterday, we were talking about Major League Baseball future odds. And the, the L.A. Dodgers were favorites. And the Dodgers were, um, they were, they were, they, they were favored on their own. They were plus uh, 260 yesterday, and the remember we were talking the Yankees and the Astros were both uh, plus 360. And I remember noting, I found it interesting that the Astros and Yankees had identical odds. When you, me, and Kurtz all agreed, we thought the Houston Astros were better uh, than the New York Yankees. Uh, but FanDuel has already adjusted the numbers, uh, Cam. The Houston Astros have gone from plus 360 to plus 290. Now co-favorites, oh, the Dodgers. Also sit at plus 290 right now. Yankees fell to plus 400. Um, so you picked up 40 cents change, Cam. 40 cents your change on the Yankees. I like 40 Bronx cents. Bombers Any are now there. plus 400. <laughs> um, it seems like an L.A. Dodger Houston Astro World Series is inevitable. But, man, the Houston Astros aren't playing around, Cam. It reminds me of the Golden State Warriors in their prime where they just always, you know, they just get better all the time. And I don't know. It seems like every deal Houston makes, they sort of get the better of the other team. You notice that too? 
You're absolutely yeah, yeah, and, they, and it's funny they dealt with the Jays a lot today, right? Late trades. Yeah, Aaron Sanchez. I'd be dealing actually, with the Jays a lot too, Cam, because Shapiro hey, and Akins hey, don't know what the hell yeah, they're I'll, doing. I'd be on. I'd I'll be dealing with the thing. Jays too. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing though. I will. Are you guys defend, interested in trading Vlad Guerrero Jr.? No, 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 no. Or Bo Bichette or these guys. Slow down, Marenzi. The young core is good. We just uh, swept the Kansas City Royals here, but you're right. Teams are on speed speed dial to deal with the Jays. The Nationals made a move, too, for Hudson. So, basically, the Jays relievers all gone now. And Sanchez, it surprised me. Sanchez is not as bad as his record record indicates. He was very good in his last start. And now Houston, a plethora of riches. They can show him it. They can put him in any time. And adding Zach Greinke, you said it, man. The Astros don't screw around. And the Jays didn't really get a lot back. Just prospects. Who knows if they're going to pan out. Why'd they throw in Piagini on top of it all? Oh, Piagini's a, yeah, he's, he's a mop-up guy, but... Pitching a, you know, clubhouse guy, they say. Actually, guys are really upset here that he's gone, Gabe. People love be a genie. All right. Mark Lawrence will join us. And Yang. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. All right, all this uh, Major League Baseball uh, trade stuff. Uh, yeah, that's all cool, but whatever, man. We got to get down to serious business. Mac football. Mac football. Uh, but um, all hell all hell is breaking loose uh, right now in, in, in Major League uh, Baseball. As we stated, the, uh, the Houston Astros are now co-favorites uh, with the L.A. Dodgers. People in the chat are asking because um, earlier in the week I talked about the Houston Astros versus the L.A. Dodgers. Exact uh, matchup in the World Series was plus 400. Now the Astros are plus 290. The Dodgers are plus 290. The new They took the exact matchups uh, down, but it'll probably be about plus 350, plus 360 now. It'll move 40 or 50 cents, uh, but a loaded, loaded rotation now uh, with the Houston Astros of Justin Verlander. Uh, Garrett Cole, Zach Greinke, Wade Miley. Very, very impressive. And then you got Aaron Sanchez, who will help them coming out of the bullpen in the playoffs. Also will help them when they're trying to coast through the month of September and they're trying to eat up some innings, he get his confidence back. And I guarantee you Aaron Sanchez is going to be a much better pitcher now with the Houston Astros than he was uh, with the Toronto Blue Jays. But let's uh, let's bring in Mark Lawrence. Uh, right now, who's um, a Cleveland Indian uh, fan. Mark Lawrence uh, ordered his Yasil Puig jersey last night uh, on MajorLeagueBaseball.com's uh, official uh, shop uh, website. Mark, how you doing? What's going on? Well, the only problem with ordering a Puig uniform is the fact that uh, they're sending it to me in his exact size, and it's going to look like a dress, a tent on me. He's a big <laughs> dude, man. <laughs> Oh. With a tapper. <laughs> he don't he don't play around. Uh, no, he doesn't. It's amazing though that 
he got traded and then he got in the fight after he got traded. Like, you imagine oh, yeah. if something yeah, happened no, to he, him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He's going to be a mixed martial artist after his football career on Positive Game. Like, he actually enjoys fighting. Both of those brawls he's, with Pittsburgh. WWE he's wrestler. He's been a part of them both. What? Or a wrestler. W- yeah, exactly. WWE wrestler. He's charismatic and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, yeah, it's true. Yep. Combat sports, yeah, for sure. Um, all right. So, uh, so Mark, before we get to the football, uh, Houston Astros are now co-favorites. Yesterday, they were plus 360 to win the World Series. And listen, the Minnesota Twins, you know, have played well. But I don't think that anybody sees the Minnesota Twins uh, going to the World Series. The Cleveland Indians have been competitive. Um, you know, they're, they're sort of in the mix. But the Houston Astros were already the class of the American League, uh, Mark. Now they uh, they add Zach Granke. They bring in Aaron Sanchez uh, for a little bit more depth uh, with their pitching. They already have a great lineup. They have a winning pedigree uh, already. This is a uh, this is pretty much a complete and perfect baseball team right now, this Houston Astros team, Mark. Yeah, it's looking pretty good, especially with Correa back in the lineup for them. They're going to look like, obviously, the team to beat in the American League and perhaps make it to the World Series and, as you say, maybe collide with the Dodgers. Uh, I have a big tear in my eye, though, given the fact that Aaron Sanchez is no longer with the Blue Jays because he was an absolute play against as a starting pitcher. He was in such <laughs> wretched current form. I mean, it was unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, Those numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they just they're impregnated every start he made. I don't know what's happened to the guy. Maybe he'll find himself in the bullpen. You know? Impregnated. Wow. That's great stuff, Mark. Wow. That's great. Yeah, that's like, you know what, too? You're right, Mark. There's, that's strong. It's sort of like it's sort of like you're from the database, the Jordan Lyles, man. The guy was 0 for 18 in the month of July. And He's you, know, you had Aaron right? Sanchez. <laughs> so you had Aaron Sanchez, who was on that, that run. It reminded me, actually, of uh, Josh Towers, when you remember, Cam, when he was on the Toronto Blue Jays. Oh. Josh oh, Towers went man, like three, four bad. months without winning a game, and they kept setting him out there. And it was just bet against him again. It was like, how long are they going to keep him in the lineup for, right? How long is he going to be in the rotation for? Right, you just right. keep betting against him. But, Mark, Sanchez will be better. He'll be coming out of the pen. He'll be in certain situations. And, you know, he can't be that bad if uh, one of the best teams in baseball wants him, right? Well, he had stuff. There's no question. You know that game from back in your days in Toronto. You know, he was a pretty good pitcher. And uh, didn't really start out all that bad this year, but uh, my goodness, May came around and, uh, oh, I mean, he just ballooned up. And uh, and I don't know what happened to the guy. I don't know if he's if he's hurt, if he's injured, but uh, the bottom line is he will find a home with Houston. And likely if Miley ends up having problems and Sanchez can find his way back, he could end up maybe being that fourth or fifth starter in that rotation for Houston. Uh, but I don't know if you guys could hear the uh, – the, yeah, the I, I, I just hit it. I just hit an exact to Gabe 10-6, Saratoga. I had to, oh, nice. to win at 5-1, to one too. He almost caught the three. The bird, Notice how the bird got him rattled? Because if you people are watching these races, a lot of birds fly when the horses are coming down the track. My horse got spooked by some birds. Uh, Saratoga. <laughs> and I got to tell you, Mark, we'll I, I told people, I told people, Cam's very Look, good see. at not letting you know that he's watching. He's like a kid in class that's like, you know what I mean? He's listening to a baseball game yeah, on his radio or something like yeah. that. Like, <laughs> it's yeah, very like, true, yeah, very like, true. Like just out of the blue, Cam's like, ah, yeah, you're right there. The birds right down there. That bird nearly got killed. I told killed. you, Brad, so you kind of went, whoa, whoa. Yeah, there's a lot of birds flying around there. <laughs> I don't know why that bird, like, flew out of the, <laughs> flew out of the track like that. But, uh, I think so, it's uh, good. Mark, a seven and a five. 
Might pay about uh, did a dollar. It's probably going to pay about sixty bucks. Not bad. Sorry, right. game continued. Good stuff. Good stuff. Thanks, Thanks man. Um, so uh, let's get into the college uh, football. College football's around the corner. Yeah, I'm, I'm fired up uh, for some college uh, football. We go, we go in alphabetical order, guys. We go in alphabetical order, and uh, some weeks it's more glamorous than the others. We're on to the Mac uh, right now or as I like to call it, the Canadian Football League of college football. <laughs> and it really is very similar. Like, basically, like, there there's similar leagues in which, man, it's random on a week-to-week basis in a Mac. Like, one, one week a team will look great. The next week they're terrible. It's very CFL-ish. To be honest, there's more Canadians playing in a Mac than any other conference. The, you know, Canada's like a pipeline <laughs> for the Mac uh, conference. Um Toledo, the Rockets, are actually the favorites over here at FanDuel, uh, Mark, plus 230. The Ohio Bobcats, uh, plus 360. And then there's a little bit of a drop-off to, to Northern Illinois. And as you write in your, uh, in your preview, uh, Mark, uh, this, this is a conference um, that uh, basically produces a new conference winner on a yearly basis. Yeah, we haven't had a repeat champion going back to 2011-2012 was the last time that a repeating champion uh, won the MAC conference. So, you know, will that happen here again this year? Northern Illinois is the defending champion. I rather doubt that, you know, given the fact of their makeup. Uh, they got a new head coach. they got seven road games this year, four back-to-back road games. So it's going to be obviously difficult for Northern Illinois. So we're likely to see that uh, streak continue again this football season. And you mentioned about a lot of Canadian players dotting these rosters here. You know, they have fun in the MAC. You know, they you know, they like being uh, isolated in these Tuesday games, um, perhaps Wednesday games in the sea, and later on in the football season here. But you know, their true colors come out come bowl time. You know it, I know it. I mean, they just flat out rotten, wretched in bowl games. Bowl busts. <laughs> bowl bust to the max. Okay, sixteen and forty-six. Uh, the last 11 years in bowl games. So use that for what it is with the MAC team. So don't fall in love with them too hard in the regular season. Just get ready to snap the rubber band when the bowl games come around. Um, um, <laughs> you know what's funny, Mark? When yeah. me and Cam went to the national championship game, like um, it was Sam Bradford, Tim Tebow. Like it's like, you know, you represent the bowl and a conference and stuff when you're there. So, like, we're, we're at, like, this sort of, like, there's, like, a, uh, you know, it's like drinks. There's a gathering at the hotel type of thing. A pool. Everyone's got nice. their, yeah, every, yeah, everyone's got their laminates on and everything. And it's, like, basically, like, the Fiesta Bowl guys and the Sugar Bowl guys, the BCS guys were all snobs. You know what I mean, Mark? They were in, like, one uh, corner of the room in nice suits. Me and Cam are representing the Mac and the International Bowl. <laughs> and, and like, we were kicking it with the guys from the Liberty Bowl and the Advocate Bowl. Bowl. Yeah, like all the like the all the loser bowls. Hey, what's up, guys? Like, we were like, uh, hey, who are you with? Yeah, we're, Mac. Nice we're, we're with the Mac and uh, the International Bowl. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll, we'll hit this on the other side. With cocktails in hand, yes. I'll never forget the Buffalo. Well, I'll tell you a great story, Mark, on the other side about the Buffalo band, the Yukon band. Oh, yeah, great story. Eight-time decision. 
from the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. He's a long fantasy draft in full swing. Yeah, thanks, Yang. And the Roto Experts has you covered with their NFL 365 fantasy football package with the best half day seasonal projections and rankings anywhere on the internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts provide dynasty season long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge of regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. The NFL 365 fantasy football package only at rotoexperts.com. Uh, thank you, uh, Cam. Cam Stewart uh, throwing it down to Toronto. I'm Renzi. We are at uh, the FanDuel Sportsbook Meadowlands Racetrack uh, right now. Mark Lawrence joins us uh, from uh, Florida. Uh, get the playbook. Get prepared for college football. It's uh, rapidly approaching. Uh, also for the National Football League, uh, playbook.com. Uh, a newsstand. If there is still a newsstand in your neighborhood or on your mobile uh, device, uh, go to the Google Store. Check it out. Uh, get it mobile. Uh, playbook uh, version. So, um, yeah, let's let's get into this. One thing, uh, too, yeah, Mark, so the quick UConn-Buffalo uh, story. Me and Cam are hosting a TV show, uh, an international bowl preview show. So um, they go all out and stuff. They, they were sending the bands, okay? And <laughs> so the UConn band shows up first. And they're, like, really disciplined, Mark, like big leagues, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're in uniform. Sort of like a drill sergeant. You stand there. Hey, you. Hey, hey, hey. You know, stand, stand straighter. Like they're, It was like hardcore, like they were a team type of thing. They came bearing gifts. Gave us a bunch of Yukon hats, jackets. You know what I mean? They were like, we were like, wow, this Yukon is really a, a big, big league, uh, big league, uh, big league um, program. So they're all like, yes, sir. No, sir. It's great to be here. Mark, the Buffalo kids show up after. Like they're they're not even wearing matching T-shirts or anything. Like they're all just dressed in jeans, different stuff. There's a commercial break with the Buffalo band, and one of the kids looks over and he goes, "Hey, you guys know where we can get some weed?" (laughs) 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 I look over at the kid, and I'm like, "Even me, I'm like, kid, not the time." Like, yeah, we're we're on a commercial break. (laughs) Oh yeah, half the kids on the Buffalo band were like drunk and stuff, and like. The band, the band leaders like tell them, hey, hey, put the beer down and stuff like, like the Buffalo, the, like seeing Buffalo next to UConn, we should know UConn kicked the snot out of them in that football game. Oh, they, sure <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. they murdered them. <laughs> Who was the running back? Donald Brown. Remember that? Yeah, Donald Brown. Yeah, Donald Brown. He was NFL running back, Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, yeah. yeah he was a good college Me and Cam saw Ray Rice in that bowl game, uh, Mark. Ray Rice played for Rutgers yeah, in the State International versus Bowl. Rutgers. Great yeah, remember that Ray Rice ran game. for four touchdowns, Mark. Almost 300 yards. It was his best game ever. You know that that and could largely attribute to the largely attribute guy to the uh, to the poor performance of MAC teams in bowl games, just given the fact that uh, you know their drug of choice was Maui Waui, and they were more concerned about that <laughs> than they were the bowl game itself. <laughs> Close them down. One thing, okay, we'll get into the teams, but one thing, Maui Waui. <laughs> Mark, Mark's on fire. If you know where to get some Maui Wowie, let me know, Mark, because I'm in. Yeah, uh, great strength. Great strength. Uh, 
Yeah, so one thing about this, uh, Cam, you like this. Great names, eh? The rivalries, Battle of the Bricks, Ohio versus Miami, Michigan Mac yep. Trophy, Central Michigan versus uh, Western Michigan, uh, the uh, the Battle of uh, I-75, uh, Toledo, Bowling Green, the Wagon Wheel, Akron versus Kent State. Um, some some great rivalries there. So what about this Toledo team uh, being a favorite, uh, Mark? You know, we talked about what a great coach uh, Matt Campbell is with the Cyclones. Toledo haven't been quite as good as they were under Campbell right now. Are they all the way back? Uh, should are, should they be favorites? Well, I don't know if they're all the way back yet, Gabe. Uh, you know, they're going to have a little bit of difficulty this year just given the fact that they come back light with returning production. They're 107th in the country out of 130 teams. They've only got 11 returning starters on both sides of the ball combined this football season here. And then you're also bringing in a team that was negative 42 yards offensively and 40 yards defensively. They slipped in the stats last football season here. So uh, I'm not I'm not as keen on them being the clear-cut favorite in this conference here. In fact, uh, I don't even know if they're going to win uh, the West division here. I think it's kind of wide open in the West, and Toledo may be a factor here, but I'm not big on the Rockets this football season. Over-under cam is eight for the Toledo Rockets. Over eight is plus 125, under eight, minus 145. Uh, Frank Solich, um, you know, Frank Solich yep. win total seven and a half. Feels a little low, doesn't it, for uh, for Solich's crew? Well, I, I think they end up being the team to beat in the, in the MAC in its entirety, not only winning the East, but I think they're the best team in the conference. Uh, they were number five in the country last year in turnover margin. Uh, they were plus one full turnover net per game last football season here. And if you can do just that, you can replicate that. You can end up having a pretty good season, not handing the ball over, turning it over in you know, cruel time or crunch times, I should say. Uh, they're going to be a little bit light again on this returning production side, but Frank Solich has been there and done that. Uh, he doesn't get out coached often in this conference here. So, you know, the question is, is uh, with no less than six uh, opponents in the, on, on the roster on the itinerary this year that went bowling last year i think this is this team is going to be pretty well loaded here they get the best quarterback in the conference and i make ohio U the bobcats the team to beat hey mark i gotta ask you about northern illinois we talk about them being the champions but now they're in the three hole behind toledo behind ohio to to win the mac right here and uh interesting so looking at the playbook and the schedule mark some tough tough road games for these guys against some heavy we Heavyweights. I know Northern Illinois always had the defensive pedigree, but man, that schedule's tough. Well, you know their mo had always been uh, being a dominant road team, uh, not only in the MAC conference but every, every whatever they went and played, and uh, that had a bank for the Huskies. But you know that's kind of gone out the window a little bit with their coaching changes. Rod Carey now gone, the head coach at Temple. Uh, yeah. So that brings a, a new a new head coach into the program here. The other thing I don't like about Northern Illinois this year is they had better find their road mojo because they've got seven road games this football season here, four back-to-back road games. That's a pretty tough task for teams to have to uh, to get over that tall hurdle like that, especially Northern Illinois. Uh, I think they could end up having trouble getting to that over that six and a half wins this season. Yeah, and you know what? I'm seeing an even seven here at FanDuel. It's uh, even seven, but it's minus 165. I like it, Cam. I'm liking the unders. 
Normally, I, I look for overs. Maybe. I'm seeing a lot of yeah. unders this year in college football. I'm like, this team's not getting there. And like, yeah, but listen to the schedule, they guys. Play, Gabe. Yeah. And listen to this, Cam. We're pretty bold. I'm on their official website, NIUHuskies.com, yep. like the college. They have their schedule, yep. and they have the MAC championship game, Mark, listed on the schedule. <laughs> Ooh, I like, I like the, hey, that's, that's the way they, they roll there. But, all right, they're going to win. They're going to open up with a win against Illinois State. Uh, but then they're going to Utah, loss. At Nebraska, yep. loss. At loss. Vanderbilt, loss. loss. Uh, all right, Ball State. They'll get a win at Ohio. Sure. Yeah. Kind of a toss up, but yeah, probably lose. Uh, at Miami, not an easy game. Um, you know, after they're at Central Michigan, they're at Toledo versus Eastern Michigan versus Western Michigan. Man, I don't, you know, it's, it's going to be tough for these guys to get to eight wins. And that's what it takes to beat me. I think they're probably a six win team. I like that under seven mark with these guys. I agree with you, Gabe. I think uh, it's one of the nicer total plays as far as season wins goes in the conference here, especially with the coaching change uh, and the fact of this real tough road schedule. You mentioned all those tough opponents, but the majority of them happen to be on the road. All right, where are we going here, Cam? Western Michigan, I'm thinking, is the next in the hole there, Gabe. What about the Broncos? (laughs) Dangerous team. Lot of returning starters, a uh, lot of returning yeah. production here, Mark. Number one team in the country in returning production, Western Michigan, this football season here. 18 returning starters, and a lot of people that were on the two deep are back here as well. That's what makes them number one in oh, overall returning seniors. production. 14 yeah, seniors uh, will be starting. Good call, they're really, guys. really laced with a lot of experience here. And you also take a look. Remember last year, John Wasnick, Wasnick, their quarterback, he broke his ankle in the Toledo game. They went one after he broke his ankle. They they won only one of the last five football games. He's a really good quarterback. So you combine all his experience with a quarterback that had taken them uh, to the brink of success last year, who's going to be back this year with all his experience around them. I think Western Michigan is going to push, uh, win this, uh, in fact, win their division. I think they'll end up playing Ohio U for the, all the cheese in the Mac Conference championship game. I'm liking That's this. I'm getting fired up here. Now, Gabe, Gabe. And, Mark, think about this. So, on my book, Gabe, we'll talk about FanDuel. They got Toledo plus 225, Ohio Bobcats plus 333, Northern Illinois plus 550, and Western Michigan, Mark, at 6-1. to one. That would offer a head situation even if they did go to the MAC championship game at 6-1. to one. I kind of like where, the, where we're going with these guys, guys. Broncos. Yeah, you're getting a lot of, a lot of good uh, – checking a lot of good boxes here, Cam. Uh, you know, this fo- the good football team, very experienced head coach Tim Lester, his third year with the football program here. Uh, he's, he's done okay, but now all of a sudden the people that are on this roster, dotting this roster, are his recruits. And that's what's going to really be beneficial, I think, for this football program here. Uh, I'm going to like them real well this year. Uh, only one back-to-back road game that's to end the season. It's at Northern Illinois. I don't think they're going to need that. I think they're going to end up clinching the West before they take on Northern Illinois in the season finale. Central Michigan win total is four. This team used to be, um, this team was like a good friend, uh, Mark. You know what I mean? Like basically if, you know, you needed to get bailed out, um, you know, you lost all your money on vacation. The Central Michigan Chippewas were that team. They were so good against the point spread. Remember going back to the Butch Jones days and Dan LaFever. Mm-hmm. This team, like, yeah, really, really one of my all-time favorite covering machines, Central Michigan. 
And even with Cooper Rush as their quarterback, who's now the backup on the Dallas Cowboys, um, you know, even then they covered some numbers. They're always good for that one, like, upset a year or close game a year. They're a covering machine, but they sort of fell apart. All right, we'll take a quick break, and then we'll get uh, we'll battle up a couple of win totals here with Mark Lawrence, and we'll get him out of here. Game time decisions continues for the Fanduel Sportsbook Meadowlands Racetrack, East Rutherford, New Jersey. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Back on live action. Game time decisions, ready for Rage Radio. I'm Marenzi with North Dakota Federal Sportsbook Meadowlands Racetrack. Mark Lawrence joining us from Florida. Pick up your playbook uh, online, mobile device, uh, newsstand, but you, you know you want to uh, be ready for the college of football campaign. Um, so just quickly on Central Michigan, um, these guys 5-0. and Last five times they've gotten 20 or more points. And I'll tell you what, um, as, you, as you write, Mark, they're a mission team. Eight returning starters on offense, a program that's, you know, used to playing a tough schedule and still coming out with six, seven wins, seven wins on a yearly basis. Eight uh, at times as well. Normally hangs with a big boy or two uh, for three quarters throughout the season. A great team is an underdog. Uh, Wheels fell off for them, but I think Jim McElwain's the perfect coach for this program. We were talking about Butch Jones before. Uh, You see Butch Jones sort of struggled in the prime in the big-time conferences, say, well, McIlwain, you know, the guy who's an assistant in, you know, the big leagues and stuff, you know, with, with, you know he knows uh, Saban and Bama and everything. You know, Colorado State, good coach there. Wasn't a good fit for Florida. A guy like McIlwain, already bringing in some nice recruits, is just sort of, you know, the type of serious coach in a program like Central Michigan would be lucky to have. I think this team's a little bit of a sleeper this year, Mark, with that low win total of four. I agree with you, Gabe. Uh, it could be a little bit of a like a Butch Davis type situation at Florida International, where he had a yeah. lot of coaching ped- pedigree, and he you know he took a job at a lightweight school, uh, but it has done a great job down there. And so too can McIlwain with Central Michigan. What I really like about them is last year they started 47 players last year. That was the second most in the country, which means there's a lot of experience dotting this roster that way, especially in the defensive side of the football. And you've also got a team that was bowling four years in a row before they finally met with a miserable one-win season last year. That makes them a mission team this year. And mission teams usually tend to bounce back pretty good the next year. I'm going to go over their season win total here, four wins. I, I just like the makeup of the team, the coach, and everything about what's going on around this this program. They open up with Albany. I didn't know Albany had a football team, Cam. <laughs> the Great Danes. Uh, uh, yeah, I knew they played they lacrosse. Do. Play lacrosse. They didn't have a hockey ba- team. And basketball. Yeah, Albany and football. Yeah, we'll, we'll yeah, be yeah, going week one, Gabe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Central, Albany at Central Michigan. All right, so before we get you out of here, Mark, who didn't we hit just quickly on the way out? Anyone else? Eastern uh, Michigan. Uh, Eastern Michigan, yeah. It's crazy that these guys used to, like, 
we'll win no games and one game and stuff like that. Their win total is six and a half uh, right now. And we didn't get to Miami of Ohio and uh, Ball State as well. Oh, and Akron. So we'll just sort of blast through these. What, any of these win totals you like, Mark? Well, Eastern Michigan, Chris, uh, Chris uh, Creighton, when he was hired there, came with a lot of accolade and really hasn't delivered the goods. I mean, he elevated him from a one-win season to seven, had seven wins last football season here, but they're coming back real light on returning production, number 117 in the country overall. And uh, they're, last year, the teams they played uh, – if they're playing seven road games. There another team that's doing just that. And if you put this in my database, teams that are playing seven road games in a season, in that seventh road game, they're just 15 and 42 straight up. So they don't figure to win those final seventh road games. And that could oftentimes trip up a team looking to go over a season win total. You mentioned Miami of Ohio as well. Uh, it's a football team, six wins I see for their season win total here. But they do not know how to win close call games here. Uh, if you take a look uh, at their, their record is 7-19 and 19 in one possession games with head coach Frank Martin here. Uh, they've been building themselves back up from where they were, the depths of where they were. Uh, uh, slowly with Martin here, a six-win team last year, didn't go bowling, probably disappointed that they didn't catch a bowl bid last football season here. So they could come a little bit hungry this season here. I Maybe got to put them a little bit on the sleeper list this year. A couple of the dregs uh, here. Ball State. Is it good? It's good news, bad news, Mark, right? It's always like when, wow, they have a lot of returning production, yet, you know, they, they weren't very good. Right, so it's one of those type of deals uh, with Ball State. But as you state, the schedule is manageable. Their win total uh, is four, as is Kent State. And I don't know any. I'm glad we're having you on right now because I don't know much about Kent State coming into this year. But I don't know, Cam. Kent State and four wins just that seems like high for them, doesn't it? Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I see just, Kent. I, I, yeah, I just, when I had the, the golden flashes, two, they get two or three. Like <laughs> four is ambitious. Are Kent State really going to win five games this year, uh, Mark? Well, if it would, I think everybody in Kent State would be really surprised. They'd be thrilled they'd take just that. Uh, uh, you know, I think they're most concerned uh, with their big battle against Akron every year. That's it. Uh, they're only 10, 15 miles apart from each other here. And it's a program that's really, really on the decline of this football team. Uh, I can't like them. They're another one of the many, many teams in the MAC that's playing seven true road games. And when you're talking about a bad team playing seven true road games, like I say, it's difficult to get make that over women total play work. They're not getting there, Cam. Listen to this. They're going to Arizona State. They're going to Auburn. Loss. And they're going to Wisconsin. Loss. They're going to get Big not loss. just lose. They're going to get seriously beat okay. up, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're going to be like 40, 50-point underdogs. <laughs> they're 38 and a half. Like, there's some big-name schools there. It would be like me and Cam after a golf tournament, sore for weeks. <laughs> Good point, Cam. Yeah, so, sore for weeks. Dear God, every time I think we're done, poor Mark, Bowling Green. How many how many freaking oh, yeah, teams are in this good. stupid conference? Right, Bowling Green. Too many. Uh, yeah, Bowling Green. So uh, eight returning starters on offense, five uh, on defense. Interesting. Uh, 30. 39 and 6 straight up uh, when they win the stats, 6 and 37 straight up when they lose the stats. Uh, numbers really matter. matter. Uh, what, what do you make of Bowling Green uh, this year, Mark? 
Well, the best thing is uh, uh, Jinx is gone. Mike Jinx is gone, and he really, really didn't do anything with this program. They averaged three and nine in the three years that he was there, and they're coming back really, really light, returning production-wise defensively, 120th in the country. Uh, so oftentimes you'll see new coaches coming in, taking over bad football programs or programs that are on the decline. They're going to end up cleaning house, bringing their own recruits in, and building it slow but sure. And I think that's what will happen with Bowling Green this year. I think they face another three-win season this year uh, in 2019. And finally, in closing, the Buffalo Bulls sort of uh, starting over uh, here right now. Tyree Jackson stays in, in the city. He's now on the Buffalo uh, Buffalo Bills. Pretty slick move with Bills to bring this kid in, actually. He's actually the quarterback. He's... Uh, He's a third-string quarterback. He's battling for a quarterback job. So they, they like his arm. I think he could be a star. Like, if he was a tight end, I think he's such a great athlete. Uh, but uh, but nevertheless, um, they lose they lose their wide receivers. A lot of talent. A lot of talent uh, has uh, uh, departed uh, from Amherst, uh, Mark. And their win total is six. Is this a bowl team uh, this year? It looks like uh, Buffalo could be rebuilding a little bit. Yeah, I think they regressed this year, Gabe. Uh, not only did they lose Jackson, th- their entire wide receiving core was practically wiped out as well. One uh, one player that was on the roster as a wide receiver is back this year. So when you're rebuilding with a new quarterback, new wide receivers, new uh, everything, I think it's going to be really, really difficult. And, again, I'm going to keep hitting on this returning production angle, but 127th out of 130 teams in the country, or they're really thin Buffalo, I think they're going to have to begin rebuilding here before they get back to where they were. Mark Lawrence, playbook.com. Uh, and don't forget, uh, gentlemen, you also have uh, the uh, the daily the daily newsletter, The Coffee Club, in which you get great football stats for the upcoming season, uh, baseball uh, data uh, as well. Uh, Major League Baseball trade deadline now done. And this is one last crack at this, uh, gentlemen. Jordan Lyles, 0-18 career (laughs) record in the month of July, and it's still (laughs) July right now, isn't it? Until the clock strikes midnight. Yep, (laughs) true. Yep, and and you know, the amazing thing is, Gabe, they're betting – on Jordan Lyles tonight. This game opened up like a dollar thirty-seven favorite, and they're now a dollar fifteen cents. I, I don't know what they see in Jordan Lyles here, but the bottom line here is last chance saloon to fade Jordan Lyles here tonight, and I'll be doing just that. Mark Lawrence, playbook.com. Thanks for the inside expertise, as always, uh, Mark. Uh, thanks for the time. Hey, my pleasure, as always, guys. Enjoy the games and be well. Uh, Mark care, Lawrence uh, with his great, great stuff uh, with the Mac. Quite a few win totals, and uh, I'm liking here overs and unders. Like Buffalo rebuilding, Cam. Listen, it's an even six. It's minus 125 to the over. You're getting plus money, plus 105 to the under. At worst, you get a push. Buffalo's not winning seven games. They'll be, dude, it'll be a mere. They're five and seven this year, bro. They were winning six games when they had Tyree Jackson, Cam. (laughs) Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, they squeak in that bowl game. I gotta, I gotta ask you, Gabe. What's, uh, what's a Western Michigan uh, to win the MAC at, uh, at FanDuel? Western Michigan to win the MAC conference futures. It is MAC champion. God, I'm good at finding this stuff fast. Uh, yeah, plus six fifty. Like you gotta know the conference. That's amazing, dude. That's better than Mr. Green. I, Gabe, that is one future. There? I know you're not a patient man. Why don't you run up to the no, window? I am for college. I'll tell I am you for one college. It's only ten weeks. Yeah, weeks I, I'm saying, I'm. I'm in for that. Like you put a hundred or two, 
at plus 650, and you're in a perfect head situation because Mark thinks they're going to be there, and, and Western Michigan could beat Ohio in the MAC championship game. So I think it's something to, to to look forward to. That's a that's a really nice price you're getting there at FanDuel. On my book, it's six to one. As Mark mentioned, there hasn't been back-to-back uh, repeat conference champions in the MAC since uh, like 2011 or something like that. But you know why, Cam? And you know this: this conference is whacked out. Like it's like it's like the CFL. It is. It's almost like the Grey Cup, where every year you ever notice the best team never wins the conference. They always choke. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like, Toledo's always been really good. They always choke against Western Michigan late, right? They always blow it. Like you know, how many times has like Ohio Cam been great? And you're like, oh, there's Frank Solich, man. He just lost the MAC title game again. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, Northern Illinois so used to get there and lose and choke. Like, the underdog in the MAC title game is a great bet. Like, it just is. I don't know what, what a, it is about this conference. Yeah. It's also amazing to me, is, and me and you have been doing this for a long time, how things change, change year to year. Other than Ohio, Gabe, remember a while ago, Bowling Green was, like, the class of this conference. Now, they're the I was with Dino Babers. Buffalo. Remember Dino Babers? Yeah, that's right. Now he's at Syracuse. Oh, Dino Babers, great. Great coach. Yeah, exactly. And then Buffalo was at the top. Now they go to the bottom. It's interesting. Yep. They build their way up and then they go back down, right? So Ohio, you know, see Alabama Ohio going, going from first to last. <laughs> Ohio and Northern Ohio's, Illinois are the most consistent ones. Like Ohio correct. every year, dude, are just eight and four. You know what I mean? Nine and three, eight mm-hmm. and four. Northern Illinois have been pretty steady over the years. Then you get your sort of like Western Michigan comes out of nowhere and is like awesome once. Yep. Toledo is like, well, well, you know, was really good in beating SEC teams. The Mac's an interesting conference, but I like somebody's win totals uh, to the under here. And I have more patience. It's hard to have patience for the NBA. It's it's so long, right? A regular season. And I'm going to do it this year, but you got to have patience. You and I have you know, talked about it. We need patience. Um, NFL football, like I do it a bit. You know, it's 16 weeks, whatever, 17 weeks, regular season. College isn't that bad, Cam. You place your bet, whatever, man. College football is over by mid-November, right? The regular season? Yep. You don't really have to wait that long. It's two and a half months, bro. Twelve weeks. It's it's like two and a half, three months. I'm going to do it with Western Michigan. I think uh, just uh, getting Mark's endorsement there, a very good team, you know, and and the thing is at that price, even if they go to the championship game, if we like the other team with the spread, who knows what's going to happen? Boom! It could be a perfect middling opportunity. Maybe hit both. So at six plus six fifty, that's something I'll be doing. Next week we hit the uh, Mountain West. Yeah, I like uh, the I love the Mountain West. Nice. And then we get uh, the following week is the Pac-12, and then the SEC, and then as always we wrap it up with the belt, the Sun Belt. Yank's favorite conference. Yeah. The belt, baby. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire.
right now. Game time decision. Fred Heat Rage, our radio continues. Fantasy Sports, our radio networks. We're throwing it down here at uh, the Meadowlands, FanDuel Sportsbook, Meadowlands uh, Racetrack. Talking uh, MACA football, but we'll switch gears. We'll take a look at the uh, the Major League uh, Baseball uh, board. It's Wednesday, which means that Cam's got some golf picks uh, for us. Lou Gamblu will step up and, and we'll talk UFC. Robbie uh, Lawler and uh, Kobe Covington uh, fighting. And it's funny, I, I like have to Co- actually look it I up. Want, I want Lawler. Nobody likes Covington. Kobe Co- Covington's oh, a no, jack. He's a mouthpiece. This, oh, he's a straight up tool. Like, I. I know he's a tough guy or whatever, but, man, he runs his mouth. He's going to be in a land in his own pool of blood. Okay, I'd love Robbie Lawler to kick that jackass's ass, man. Like, it would be great. I'm going to bet on him just out of spite, but he's a big yeah. favorite, right? Yeah, it's one Probably of those deals that has to be a spite bet. Like, Robbie yeah. Lawler just, like, <laughs> past his prime. He's been in too many wars, you know I what know. I mean? You know, it's caught up to him. The guy's been in a lot of battles, man, over the years. you got to be kidding with them spite bets, man. I Like, about all my spite yeah, bets, I lost, man, against Floyd Mayweather, man. Like, you know, it's like, yeah. it was just like, you know, almost yeah, yeah. like kick his butt, you know what I'm saying? I might have yeah. lost a lot betting of money, out, betting, buddy. Bet, had to do a lot of right, push-ups, buddy. too. Betting, I, as they said, I used to send limos. I used to send limos for guys like you, Yang, that bet out of spite against Floyd. I loved it. I remember people talking. Ricky Hatton's got a real chance of beating them. Oh yeah, like, going sure, to Ricky Hatton's sure gonna beat an eight ball a blow, man. Like we ain't beating Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> remember the night cam years ago? This goes back like yeah, you know, I don't know, twelve or a long time ago, whatever. Yeah. In the early days uh, when night. you and I were at Sirius, when remember we hosted the show with Scotty Farrell, the big party. Yeah. Not the not yeah. the street party night, but another one. Remember me and Farrell hosted like Mayweather De La Hoya night. Yep. Dude, we got we got May they got Mayweather at like minus one twenty five or something like that that night. Yeah, it's crazy. Everyone, oh, Dolahoy is gonna never... beat him. Dolahoy is gonna beat him. But no, he isn't. No, he and Cam oh. have done this, gang. You want spike bets? Ask me and Cam. I've lost like over a hundred thousand dollars in my life betting against Top yep. Brady and exactly. Belichick out of spite. I went all in yeah, on. Uh, too, I went all in I'm on Pacquiao and lost. Oh yeah, Pacquiao. Yep. I was on yep. Mayweather. Yep. Yep. Listen, yeah, when a fighter is 46 and 0, don't bet against him. And I didn't know Pacquiao had to show the injury. Isn't your boy coming back? Uh, did he announce a fight? Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Guys, the news of the day from Game Time Decisions. You got it, brother. Hey, Yang, I'm Cam Stewart, their fantasy sports news update. And it's been a crazy day with the baseball trade deadline. It went really slow, but at the end, boom, fireworks. A lot of us thought it was going to be Syndergaard or Bumgarner being traded, but another ace making noise on deadline day. The Houston Astros have acquired Cy Young winner Zach Greinke from the Arizona Diamondbacks. In return, Arizona gets back Seth Beer. Mmm, Beer. J.B. Bukaskis, Corbin Martin, and Josh Rojas, all prospects. Beer ranked among MLB Pipeline's top 100 as well. The D-backs are also sending $24 million to the Astros in the trade. Houston will assume the remaining $53 million left on uh, the 35-year-old Granke's contract. Entering today's start against the Yanks, Granke had a 2.87 ERA in 22 outings and an MLB best 0.94 whip. 
So now take a look at the Astros rotation. Verlander, Cole, Miley, Granke, how you doing? The Astros weren't done. They picked up starter Aaron Sanchez from the Blue Jays along with uh, reliever Joe Biagini from the Jays. All arms. The Cubs making a big move today. Chicago picking up outfielder Nick Castellanos from the Detroit Tigers. The Tigers will get Paul Rashan and Alex Lang. This trade broken by our own Craig Mish right here at the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Castellanos subject of trade rumors dating back to last year. Castellanos also a free agent next season. He's got 11 homers in 100 games and leads the MLB with 37 doubles when with the Tigers. The Atlanta Braves have acquired all-star closer Shane Green from Detroit as well. The Tigers get back lefty Joey Wentz and outfielder Dermot Etter in return. Green owns a stellar 1.18 ERA, 0.87 whip, and 22 saves, along with a solid 10.2 K rate per nine in 38 games this year. Lots of moves. Milwaukee trading first baseman Jesus Aguilar to the Rays. The Rays sending back pitcher Jake Ferry and that deal. Other moves. Reds dealing Scooter Jeanette to the San Francisco Giants. The D-backs have acquired Mike Leak from the Mariners. The Braves bullpen again. They pick up Mark Melanson from the Giants. Nice move there. The Marlins trading starter Zach Gallen to the D-backs for shortstop prospect Jazz Chisholm. Jed Gurko. Jerko is now a Los Angeles Dodger after St. Louis traded away the slugger. The Oakland A's landing former Cincinnati pitcher Tanner Rourke. The Giants trading away Drew Pomeranz to the Brewers, so they get a couple arms today. Blue Jays not done. They dealt reliever Daniel Hudson to the Washington Nationals. And the Mariners also de- dealt relievers Ronis Elias and Travis Strickland to the Nationals as well. They pick up three arms. The Philadelphia Phillies adding Corey Dickerson from the Pirates. Action on the live scoreboard. Atlanta beat Washington 5-4. to four. Final and 10, Josh Donaldson, the winning solo home run and extras. The Blue Jays sweep away the Royals on the road. The 4-1 to one win, Bo Bichette. His first ever career MLB home run for Toronto for the rookie. Cincinnati beating Pittsburgh 4-1. to Luis Castillo, seven strong innings, seven Ks. He gets the win. Agrizel the loss. Iglesias saved 20 for the Reds. Game's in progress. And, no, I think the Yankees have just finished this one up. Six to, what is it, seven to five, the final. The Yankees take out Arizona. So that is a final. Dodgers in control up on Colorado. Five to nothing, top of nine. And Detroit, they are up four to one on the Angels. Man, the Angels suck as favorites. Here, rest of the board, 705, San Fran and Philly. Phil's minus one, 135, nine and a half. Zermarja Vasquez, three more at 710. Houston laying 50 cents at Cleveland. Irkwoody and Plesak camp at Boston. Red Sox minus a buck 50. Kidridge and Porcello, total 11. Mini minus 210 at Miami. Berrios and Alcantara, total is eight. Seattle and Texas Rangers laying a buck 70. 810 action. Mets minus 208. DeGrom and Giolito, nice one there. 815, Cubs 15 cent favorites at St. Louis. Hendricks versus Mikolas, total eight. 10.07, Milwaukee and Oakland. A's minus 125. Actually, that line has gone down now. Woo, almost pick them. Lyles and Anderson, as Mark Lawrence mentioned. He's now the $100 million man. The New Orleans Saints and all-pro receiver Michael Thomas agreeing to a five-year $100 million extension today. $61 million guaranteed represents the most ever for a non-quarterback offensive player. Thomas now locked up with the Saints through 2024. So great news then. This guy's absolutely on fire. Most, uh, re- most receptions by a wide 321 in his first three years in the league. Buffalo Bills running back LaShawn McCoy and his buddy. Yeah, they had to pay $55,000 each to a Philly police officer, Ronald Butler, injured in a bar fight. McCoy has paid his buddy, stiffed him, so he's still waiting the money. We got some more information here, too. In the NHL, Colorado Avalanche locking up defenseman Sylvain Girard to a seven-year extension worth 35 mil. New Jersey Devils, good signing. Will Butcher, three years, $3.73 million. This is a steal. Butcher put up 30 points in 78 games and 44 points as a rookie. And in golf, Tiger Woods committing to the Northern Trust Open and the BMW Championship, the first two events of the FedEx Cup playoffs that begin next week. 
He has only played in four events since the Masters. Quick CFL news for Gabe, my buddy. San Francisco, Saskatchewan trading quarterback Zach Caleros to the Toronto Argonauts for a fourth-round pick. I'm Cam Stewart. Hour two is coming up here on Red Heat and Rage. Gabe and I will talk to Gamblu and have some fun as well. So stick around. We'll go through the baseball board, talk fights, and MLB with Gamblu. Red Heat and Rage, hour two, coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game Game time time decisions. decisions. All right, let's roll. We're in the level two. Game time decisions. Ready to rage on radio. I am uh, Marenzi. We're throwing it down at the Meadowlands. FanDuel Sportsbook. Uh, on this uh, Wednesday evening, LouGamblu.com will join us in a couple of minutes. We'll take a look at the UFC. And I was saying earlier, so I had to look up. And so it's Covington and Lawler this week. And I'm like, all right, where is this card anyways? It's actually right down the road from us right now. It's in Newark. It's at the Prudential Center. Ooh. Uh, nice. Where the Devils are putting together a, a very good lineup for the upcoming season. But this UFC card is not a great uh, lineup. <laughs> Very weak. Like uh, it's it's a weak card. You, now let's doesn't mean it won't be entertaining. Hired goons to take out Covington, Gabe. Hired goons. <laughs> hey, Newark, man, it's a tough place. Right, who's that? Tell them to go for a goons. walk. <laughs> goons. Covington would goons. Covington wouldn't be very popular if you walked around Newark. He's a yeah. He wouldn't. <laughs> no, he wouldn't. He, he he'd be a dead man. <laughs> no, but it's make America it's, great again. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he's visited with Trump and stuff a couple of times. Oh, yeah, they're boys. Yeah, I mean, he actually sells football picks, too, Cam. Does he? Oh, great. Yeah. How, how's he doing? Um, Does he hit winners? Or? Well, to be honest, I can't take shots at him. He told everyone to take the Rams. I guess he lost, like, a shitload on the Rams in the Super Bowl. Oh, oh <laughs> so, join the club, pal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but this is no offense, Cam, but this is how bad this card is. And no offense to Clay Guida, but... Clay Guida is the co-main event, bro. Are you are you serious? Wow. Yeah. Against the, Jim the Miller. Carpenter, the two hole. Wow. Yeah, which wow, which would have been Miller. a great fight like ten years ago. Uh, ten years ago. Yeah, so I say ten years ago, great fight. No, oh, and it's a horrible card. And I'm not, you know, I don't want to go pay. I'm not I'm not supporting Colby Covington. No, <laughs> like, no, no, that. you're not you know, you're not gonna do that. He is good. He is a good fighter. He's a jackass. He is. Um he is uh he is good, though. But, all right, so we got Major League Baseball. Lou will join us in a couple of minutes. We'll get to that. Lou's a big football better as well. A um, couple of first inning, first five catches my eye tonight. And Cam's going to be joining us uh, tonight on uh, in-game live. Yep. Normally, you're Thursdays, yeah, right. Cam. Why the, why the shake-up tonight? Uh, I don't know. I think uh, Mike just puts a schedule together. And uh, I guess he, he they, they like uh, – Marenzi, Stewart, and Leonard. I think uh, that's the, the group this week that uh, we did a good time with Brian Leonard last time, and I guess uh, we're getting thrown on again. I don't know, Gabe. I'll, I'll work any night, but uh, it says Wednesday, ready to rock. Yeah, I know. I was thrown off because normally it's you and Dane on Monday and Thursdays. Thursday, uh, yeah. No, okay. I guess so tonight, Cardano's mixing up. He's putting in new ingredients in the stew. Yeah. Um, tomorrow, so, uh, tomorrow night, Dane Martinez uh, will be uh, with us. And uh, Mike Blewett, Kurtz is going to join a rotation later in the week. But tonight, yep. we got Drew Martin and uh, Brian Leonard. Like Drew Martin in for the first hour. Brian Leonard uh, in for hour two. In-game live. That's at 8 o'clock uh, tonight. 
still, I still don't see a stupid uh, line or number for this MLS All-Star game here tonight. I asked them at the window. They looked at me like I was crazy. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. All right, level two continues. Meantime, conditions ready for Rachel Radio. As we mentioned, the camp will be back at 8 o'clock uh, here tonight uh, from the Meadowlands. Uh, FanDuel uh, Sportsbook uh, will be uh, tracking Major League uh, Baseball. Of course, the trade deadline is coming and gone. We'll get to our uh, baseball picks, Cam's uh, golf picks, a little bit uh, later on. Let's bring in uh, Lou uh, right now. What do you got, Cam? I got a line. I got a line. I, I had a line for you too, Gabe. Or do you want to save it for the the betting segment? I don't want to wait late, 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 waste lose time. Oh, wait, but we the, have a line. We have a line the in the soccer match. The soccer match is right now. We have MLS All Stars plus three thirty three uh, draw plus two fifty. Atletico Madrid minus one fifty, and we will go to the total because I think you're looking for that. Let me see. Over under. <laughs> this is great. It's two and a half, but over minus 300, under plus 240. Both teams wow. to score, yes. Minus 250, no. Plus 175. Uh, you know you know what's going on here. It's uh, jacked up by the juice, buddy. Lots of they juice. Made it, extra they made it tricky. Tricky. Yeah, I don't know. They don't have it a fan duel here. I keep waiting for them to post it. I went to the window a couple of times. I asked them, and they're very confused. You got your account still? You still have no, your account? I, do not. I can put it in for you. Oh, I know. Uh, no, right. no. Okay. Um, Sorry, buddy. We got we got Lou though. I don't know. Check and see. Ooh. Maybe I've got like maybe I've got that twenty dollar free roll or something like that. I'll check. Um, I'll double check. Um, let's bring in Lou right now. Free roll time with Lou. Gambleu.com. What's up, Lou? Not too much, gentlemen. Hope the summer's going great. You're having a good show so far. Let's keep her running. Summer's going by fast yeah. as we get older, Lou. Here we are. Yeah, but sure good does. news, bad news. <laughs> yeah, good news is football's around the corner, but the summer. You know, just one month left uh, in the summer right now. But the UFC's done a nice job of uh, keeping us occupied on a weekly basis. We have another card uh, this weekend. But I got to be honest with you, Lou. I didn't even realize it was in Newark. It's right down the street uh, from me. I was at the card in Vegas. Um, and it was a good one. The 4th of July weekend. And listen, I'm not saying this card won't be entertaining. And I'm not saying there's not opportunities to make money. As you always say, it's not your job to judge a card. Um, it's just your job to bet the card and pick winners uh, for it. But let's be real, Lou. As I stated earlier, when Clay Guida and Jim Miller's your co-main event, you've got a problem. <laughs> I'm just calling it out. doesn't mean I won't be watching, but it means I'm not in a hurry to be going to spend hundreds of dollars to go watch it live. I'll put it that way. Yeah, I think that I think that's a very legitimate position. I think it's you know it's on ESPN, so it's free, so they know it. Um, to me, and I was just uh, co- commenting to Paul Shaughnessy uh, on on Twitter, who's who's feeling like he's getting a little stale in the game, and and I can get that. Uh, it happened to me in the '80s, and I quit it because I didn't because I just didn't feel that there was any integrity left in fighting and fighting in the '80s boxing. However, now 
I am, after being away from it for 15 years, to have the UFC offer me 12 or 13 fights, 40 or 42 times a year, I am as happy as a pig in a mud hole, and I will never complain about working them because I, I have my love back. I, I love fighting, and I'll never complain about it, but I, I definitely understand your point, and I definitely understand fans' point, and that's why it's on ESPN for free uh, because yep. they have to make that concession. I'm going to look and see how much the tickets are, though. Like I said, it's it's uh, it's about a about a twenty five dollar Uber one? ride, Ken. The twenty five dollar yeah, so Uber ride from my house. What do you what do you there. think? What do you think the tickets will be? What do you think they'll be? I think for like you could just a regular seat, six, sixty nine bucks. I'm gonna guess. I was gonna say fifty bucks, fifty fifty. Yeah, 50, I, I five bucks. You get a seat. I don't think it's a hot ticket. It's garden. not a hot ticket. I'm here. No one's talking no. about it. Let's just quickly look it up. So that's right. Me and Cam, I, I'm interested. I'm interest. I'm interested only because I agree with you guys. I don't think they're going to be as high prices as everyone thinks. No, I'm thinking you get in for sixty bucks or so. We'll see. But me and Cam were talking about this, and Cam brought up, you know, Covington's kind of a jackass, and you know, I agree. Nobody likes Covington. He is a good fighter, Lou. He is vulnerable. Like you know, what I mean, he gets punched a lot. His striking's not great, but even though I don't like him personally, you can tell he enjoys fighting. Right, like he's in the cage, he enjoys it. He seems to like the process of it all. He's such an egomaniac. Anytime he gets camera time, and you know he has backed up his mouth uh, for the most part. But as Cam stated, Cam wants to bet on Lawler out of spite. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're normally an underdog at better here, Lou. And I said I can't argue with the spite angle here, Cam. So what do you make of this fight, uh, Lou? Lawler's just been yeah, in so I... many wars before, but dangerous. Robbie Lawler's always dangerous. Robbie Lawler is extremely dangerous, and, and you, you've got this introverted, brooding, uh, intense, no-nonsense, old-school fighter that really has only ever been exposed on the ground and via submission. Uh, been fighting for 18 years, and uh, we got a guy on our football team that we, that was just so old school. All he would ever do is sneer, and that's how I see Robbie Lawler. Now on the other edge of the octagon, you're looking <laughs> at Colby Covington, this, this really excellent wrestler. He's, he's athletic enough. Has his striking improved? Yes, but he'll be giving away a ton of expertise and experience to Robbie Lawler on the feet, and it's really his mouth that his – enabled him to propel himself as well as some good fights uh, past the masses and into this projection. Uh, I love how that is without Robbie Lawler telling us, I know how much that irks him. I I think Lawler wants his shot at him, but I only give him about a seven minute window, Gabe. Um, The one question I do have with Covington, and you mentioned it, He's not good standing up. He's not a very offensive striker at all, and he is—he does get hit. And if Lawler tags him, the one thing you got to worry about with wrestlers and Covington is example A, is that you got to teach him how to strike effectively, and you have to teach him fluid movement while they're striking as well as on defense. As well, can wrestlers take a flush punch to the teeth? And I don't think we've really seen Covington take one yet. So. Uh, yeah. All that dialogue hey, is Damian telling Maya. you. 
Exactly. He fought Damian Maya. Not not a guy with a dangerous stand-up game. He's fought a couple of older fighters, if you've noticed too, Lou, with with Covington. Listen, I think Usman will murder him if you know, if it, if they ever get in the cage together, uh, personally. But you notice, like Covington's fought a lot of aging fighters. Uh, as yes, and and so uh, against a guy like Robbie, and again, what what's everybody remember from Robbie is the Askren deal. And there's a plume of controversy around that if you're any kind of Lawler fan. Uh, but the bottom line is, uh, where I'm going with this, and I haven't seen any of these numbers yet, I, I think this fight is, is, is really uh, racing towards decision. I don't see Covington having the power to finish yeah. Robbie Lawler. I don't think he's going to submit him. Lawler's got sensational takedown defense, and I, I just I like the over angle or goes to decision. I right now goes to decision minus one fifteen, and we don't have a rounds prop, but I think this fight goes over three and a half rounds. Colby Covington's minus two twenty. Robbie Lawler. I want to tweet you actually on Saturday. How about that, Lou? We talked about it. Edgar and Holloway was plus one eighty eight to go the distance. It went the distance. Unfortunately, when I bet it here on Saturday, I only got it at plus 144. Uh, but we've been in a, in a groove the last, like, three, four UFC, starting to get on a little bit of a roll. But like Cam knows, very frustrating, Cam. I go 4-1 and one in the UFC, and I go 0-2 in a BC Lion game. And like yeah, you say, I, mean, I feel like throwing yeah. things, bro. Like, it's like, you know, F off, BC. Too. I'm done with them. I like where you're going with the distance uh, there, Lou, or at least, like, the over uh, as well, an over prop. So I mentioned the co-main event um, in which it's uh, Clay Guida and Jim Miller. They're going local Jersey kid uh, here, or kid, <laughs> the Jersey guy. Um, God, I'm old because Jim Miller's old, and I'm older than him. Um, so Jim Miller, minus 184 against Clay Guida, the ageless wonder, plus 150. We'll hit this on the, on the other side with Lou. Ooh. Gamblue.com. Look out for that uh, five horse at the next race of Saratoga. Five. Three minutes most. Five horse. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Guys, the NFL season is upon us. You can become the eighth person to win a million bucks at the FanDuel the DraftKings tournament, setting their lineups using DailyRoto.com's DFS lineup optimizer, or become one of the countless number of people who won thousands of dollars playing DFS using DailyRoto.com. If you're playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Head over and check out the tools for NFL, MLB, PGA, NBA, NHL, and all sports wagering. And get access to all of them with the Daily Roto Elite Package. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. You'll get lineup alerts, projected ownership percentages, weather updates, fantasy projections, and the same use of the Daily Roto lineup optimizers that have produced millions of DFS winnings. That's DailyRoto.com, promo code ACTION. 
DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. I'm Cam Stewart with Cam Blue. Yeah, you got the betting game. I'll tell you what happened to while I was doing the read. We need a runner over here. I don't know where the hell our runner is, but I got the five to win. I jumped on you, and I took took the eight. I'm supposed to have a runner here, Lou. Running running to the window and back here. here. So I I, I took the five to win and the eight to win. What happened? The, the one horse at 37 to one bucked his jockey off. Like he fell backwards. Like, and man, it was like, it was almost like a bear, like beating a rabbit. Like he went flying there's back. I hope he's going to. Saratoga. Yeah. Basically, man. Uh, no, there's always. Uh, yeah, at, five. The, at, the York, at the New York tracks. Yeah. I like the five, but I just hope he's, oh yeah. He's a little frisky. Eh, Lou? I don't I like, like the that. Look, I like the look of that eight horse too. Can oh, you see the, the race, looks, Lou? Like, Can you see the eight, race seven, right now? Five. He's, uh, I told him to go to TDG. It, it should be on. Yeah, I got yeah, it on TDG right now. Lose the bet. It'd take Lou long to get a horse bet in. Hey, you know people, Lou. <laughs> yeah, I love right, Lou. He, I go, he goes, Cam, I don't got it. He goes, I don't got it. He goes, boom, right at oh, TDG. Oh, God, this is, a, this, a, this is a maiden claimer. Dear God, what are we betting? Oh, dude, on? you know how long this race is? So see see where they are, Gabe? Don't Holy worry about crap. anything till the end. This is, uh, this is a long race, buddy. Like, they're just going to be jogging till about, I would say, till you look at the top, maybe about a quarter. Like at the, and look how long the stretch is too. You'll see this race is a this is a, an endurance race. This is where the horses yeah. usually from Europe do really well. The French horses, the Brits. Yeah, the Euro, like the Euro horses are good on grass too, right? Yeah, and they love and distance speaking, too. American horses are bred speak, for speed. Speaking yeah. of maiden claimers, I got a funny story about maiden claimers. Two of the guys I I, I hang with in Vegas, they both like to go to the clubs. If you know what I mean. And they're always yes. throwing each other under the bus. And so they're both horse players. And the one guy always throws his other buddy under the bus and says, oh, you ought to see the, the beautiful, beautiful, you know, entertainment that I had at the club. And then your buddy <laughs> over here, so-and-so, he's all he wants to do is deal with maiden claimers. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll tell you. Come on, Bob. There's a, lo- there's a lot of claimers at those places, but they ain't maidens, the <laughs> wire to wire, yeah, six, maybe sixteen to one. Come on, hold on, buddy. You got a long race, but don't let them through you. Wire to wire, wire There's to wire. There's a lot of race. Come on, left. come on, five. Get up. Go, Eric. Knock them down. Come on, buddy. Oh no, no, they're they're, they're they're trying to swallow them up. Come on, come on, come on, buddy. Shit. Finish here it. Oh, four. here comes the here four. Comes the four motoring. Ah, the yeah, five motoring. Come on, fight back. Oh yeah, he's fading hard. Son of a. Please finish top. He finished top three. Finish top. Oh no, he's going backwards. No. Oh, don't he die. He's like, gonna be fine. Oh, you gotta be uh, kidding me. No, he was oh my god. Oh, that's so frustrating. Uh, I knew I thought he was finished third. I think oh, he finished boy. fourth. Fourth. Well, how'd eight do? I think he what he was it uh where'd it go? Four? He's yeah. he's still running. Tough race. I'll tell you, Lou. Still, he, he he just ran out of gas. He had half of the gas the four, tank. He finished at four, thir- four, four, thirteen. Uh, 13. Uh, who do we got? Seven. And seven and then five. And seven, five. There's if he the came eight. third, that would have been great. At, uh, what did he go off at? Like 14? 16 to one, I think. 14 or 16. I can't see the TV from here. But anyway, lots of fun horse racing. Are you shitting me? The one just paid 47 to one? The one? Uh, no, he didn't win, Gabe. Uh, the 4 1. Oh, sorry. The nine 13. to five. Got no, a 14. Nine to five. All right. Sorry. Yeah, my horse was sixteen to one. He came four, so it went nine to five. Ooh, the second place, ten to one, and a six. Yeah, it won't pay that much because of the favorite one. Have your Castellano. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, there's ten. There's ten bucks gone. 
Yeah, we tried. Yeah, I, I lost more than that, Maretzi. I put I put twenty on the on the show too, so that would have been great. If he came third, I would have been fine. Sixteen to one. Yeah, anyway. All right. So um, let's get back to the UFC. Jim Miller <laughs> and uh, and Clay Guida. Wow, Jim Miller's big favorite here, Lou. Somewhat. I see a Just for the record, cheapest ticket to get in is seventy six dollars right now. One thing I noticed here, guys, interesting. They closed the upper deck, Lou. Yeah. The upper bowl. Uh, so they know, like I said, they know that yeah, they're not filling up the Prudential Center for this card. And, and you know, the, at TV, they want everybody on top of each other for the illusion yeah. that there's people there for TV. Again, this is all entertainment. We, you, you've talked about it. We've talked about it numerous times. It's a show. It's entertainment. As far yeah. as Miller and Guida, God, uh, you love them both. And that's a fight that, that I, that's like a senior's fight. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to enjoy it. I think Miller's too big of a guy for him, but I'm not going to bet this fight. There, uh, there's other Give me the over, Lou. Give me the over. <laughs> that, yeah. These, these guys ain't stopping yeah. each other, bro. Like you said, it's going to be you two know what, seniors Gabriel, I love, hitting each I other with Kate. I like that. I, I love, as you say, I like where you're going with that. I hadn't really thought of it, but I love it. They're both tough, Fight too, right? To yeah, Fight yeah, they're both to tough. Decision too. minus 165. Yeah, you got two guys, Cam, ton of pride. They're both tough. Neither of them, I don't think it's you're like, going to finish either. They've both seen everything, too, right? It'll just yeah. be like a It's like Angelo like Mosk, remember? Yeah, yeah. Remember at the yeah. CFL Hall of, Hall of Fame? Came to, to, and then boom, and then he got knocked out. Two seasons. All right, Lou, fighting. so. This is where you need to save us now, Lou. Like uh, Narsat, Holoprost, and Joaquin Silva, and Gerald oh, uh, Mearshard, and Trevin Giles. And, uh, you know, what, what do you got here for us, I hear, Lou? <laughs> what do you think of the card? Okay. Okay, first of all, Holoprost. Uh, here's, here's a kid that opened, that, uh, like, minus 220, and he's now up to 250. Uh, he's 20, he's 24 year old kid, young, uh, has, has all the, has everything it takes. Um, but he's the one that's traveling. He's fighting this Brazilian. That's no slouch. Uh, they're both lefties, which can really set up for an unusual fight. I'm doing some study on Silva, but he's an underdog. I'm really looking close at the next fight, Mearshart and Giles. I, I really want to like Mearshart. If he loses this fight, he's probably gone. Uh, he's a big, huge guy, and really, he's he's been in there with some some killers, Hermanson and others. Uh, I think he's a live dog, Gerald Mearshart. Uh, you go down to Scott Holtzman, who's fighting uh, Dooku Kim, but he's changed his name to Dong Hyung Ma. Uh, the bottom line is these South Korean fighters are so far behind. And this guy's not a wrestler. Holtzman's going to rub him out. He's a 440 favorite. So maybe you try it inside the distance there. Um, and then really a, an unbelievable fight that's going to be a possibly fight of the night is a couple of light heavyweights who's, I'll pronounce Stosic, is, is one kid. And he's fighting this uh, a kid that I think is from Africa, Nizuku. Uh, this is going to be bomb. Stosic is uh, six foot. The other kid's six five, long and lanky. Stosic's a bowling ball. That's going to be a hell of a fight right there. 
uh, and I'll have way more on these fights as I get later in the week, can watch weigh-ins and do a little more studying. And then finally, Mickey, Mickey Gall is a guy that, uh, I've run by a few, I, I, I think I'm half crazy to, to tout him, but I think Mickey Gall is a go in this fight. He's desperate. He is talented, even though he's one dimensional and the kid he's fighting is, is not deserving of the UFC in my humble opinion. I agree. I'm looking at Mickey, Mickey Gall. I was surprised by the number here, actually. Uh, here at FanDuel, I can get Gall at uh, plus 104, Lou. Uh, I think yeah, he's going to be a favorite by the time the fight goes off, Gabriel. What do you think of, uh, what do you think of this Schnell at uh, minus 110? This, this number's been bouncing around a little bit. Seems like as the, this week approaches, there's, uh, there's a push for uh, Matt Schnell in this fight, uh, Lou. Yeah, big big fight for him, and he. I think he's gonna clearly be uh, the bigger, stronger man here. Except that Espinoza is greased lightning. I think Espinoza's yeah, yeah. speed is. You can catch is Espinoza's up, right? Yeah, Snell's gonna have to figure out a way to deal with Espinoza's speed. I, it, it's a good. It's surely a good fight, and I'm tracking the thing is. Uh, it opens a pick and it's still kind of hovering close to pick, which tells you that the odds makers don't know either. This is, that'll be a great styles make fights fight right there. Lou, gamblue.com with, sorry, we got, uh, you got Lauren Murphy and Barella. Any opinion on women's fight there? Uh, Lauren Murphy. And uh, she works at, she trains at the lab and, uh, She's a she's a really durable gal, but boy, you know, at, at 35 years old now, she's fighting at 125. She's fought at 35 before. Um, the other girl, Barella, uh, at 32 years old, is closer to her prime. And you know, uh, I'm always going to side with the lab when I can. In this particular case, I don't think I can. LouGamblu.com uh, with us. Uh, Lou's going to be in uh, one of our fantasy football leagues. We look forward to it, Lou. Nice. Better start, nice. Better start studying, Lou. I'm ready to bring it this year. Yeah, I actually made the playoffs last year and got to the quarters, and so I'll, I'll look to do one one notch better this year. We'll we'll see. I mean, God, I, I hate the playoffs in of, fantasy football. Yeah, I just don't spend a lot of time on it like other guys do. Like I, I look at the waiver wire, and 13 guys have made moves. And I, <laughs> You know, I'm too. I'm worried about NFL, not fantasy. I can tell you that. That's right. The NFL Ooh. waiver wire vultures. Yeah, you can't overthink it, anyways. A lot of it's random luck. LouGamblu.com. Thanks for the time. Check out Lou's website, Gamblu.com. Follow on Twitter at Gamblu. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Time to 
decisions continues. Ready for Rachel Radio. Okay, I'm just looking at a couple of baseball props here. Uh, we got, uh, you know what? The New York Mets right now. All that talk about, well, you know, no one knows what the yeah. Mets are doing and all oh, they're this and that. Well, they didn't trade Syndergaard. They have Marcus Stroman right now. They didn't trade Wheeler. And they're 7-3 and three in their last 10. They're riding a five-game win streak right now. Pete Alonso's tweeting about how the clubhouse is, like, fired up right now and come down to the park because we're going to be doing some good things over the next two months. Listen, I know it's an uphill climb here, but the Mets are feeling it right now, Cam. And, you know, when you got a five-game win streak going right now, you look at Syndergaard last night, pitched his ass off, even with the speculation. Now you got the Grom up here. He doesn't want to blow this uh, five-game uh, win streak going. Yeah, I, the Mets are big favorites tonight. That's the problem. You know, they're laying a big price against the White Sox, but the Mets are playing good baseball right now, Cam. They're a hot team, and I, you know, the they had a good time going yep. to the park here tonight. A prop I like, I though, the Grom mm-hmm. strikeout tonight is over under eight and a half. I think he strikes out more than eight and a half White Sox hitters tonight. It's actually a good prop. The White Sox uh, swing at a lot of pitches. They're a free-swinging club, uh, especially with DeGrom stuff. I wouldn't be surprised if he had 11 or 12 strikeouts in this game. The line's gone down a little bit. I see a buck 90 on one of my sites, 195. Uh, if you like the Mets on the run line, which I do, uh, minus one and a half, uh, only 25 cents. Oh, I like the Mets tonight, Gabe. I think the, they are going to get it done. Giolito's one of these guys. I like him, but he's either hot and cold. If he doesn't bring his A game tonight, DeGrom's way more consistent. And if the Mets are feeling it, uh, yeah, I'd keep on riding the train. I wish it wasn't a buck ninety-five, but yeah. Degrom so lights out. That's why the hey, the number is where it is because people know Degrom. Like he's one of it's kind of like Verlander last night, right? Like it's like I'm I, I'm like ooh, Bieber's gonna do okay, but Verlander just shuts you down, and Degrom has shut down stuff against free swinging a team like the White Sox. They should be able to win. I just don't want to lay a buck ninety. All right, let's go in order here. We'll start off San Francisco and Philadelphia, Samarja and Velasquez. I don't want to touch this game, Cam. They're such evenly matched teams. You know what I mean? I don't I don't have an edge one way or another on this game. Do you? Yeah, well, the thing is, Gabe, I am going to take a small play on San Francisco tonight. I think Zamarja has been a lot better. This line just keeps on climbing, too. I'm seeing Philadelphia at minus 135, minus 140 now. Give me yeah. give me uh, San Francisco. If I can get 30 cents uh, plus 130, I think it's worth a risk on Zamarja. That's what happens when you play these dogs, right? Uh, I, I'm in. Uh, it's not going to be a huge play, but give me. I'm going to take a shot with Zamarja and the uh, the Giants tonight, plus 130. Um, I was talking to Cam about. Um, I was talking Cam about Degrom's strikeout prop. Giolito is only five and a half tonight. Five and a half strikeouts for Giolito. Yeah, I'm looking at at, at his chart now. Um, seven, even though he's not pitching great, last start cam, seven strikeouts. Start before that, nine strikeouts. Yep. Then five and five, oh. four, seven, nine, six, eleven. Why is it so yeah, low? You got, you, you got some guys on the Mets that strike out too, Cam. That's true. Yeah, maybe I, you want to play some, see how your strikeout props uh, go tonight, right? Yeah, take both. It seems of them very low. Sit here and hope for a lot of strikeouts. <laughs> Yeah, um, so, it's different. There's all sorts of ways you can bet a game, right? So different yeah, ways yeah. to skin a cat. So why not, if you like the strikeout props, uh, it's the same thing, man. You know, sometimes uh, you, you look at the game and find the best thing that attracts you and then bet on it. So I got yeah, no problem not, with that. I'm not a fan of the skin the cat. I've said it before, but so, yeah, you were you talking like about murder. Yeah, we were talking about murdering a cat. Not like, uh, yeah. I'm surprised like in a day of political correctness that that's, that one's still around. 
Yeah, that's uh, yeah. When people say that, yeah, you're right. Who wants to skin a cat? They're nice animals. I've never had a problem. It's like you must They're not friendly. be a fan of like when people got oh, like a redheaded stepchild. <laughs> yeah, like, I kind of like. I kind of go with. What the hell? I, the hell is I, that I roll with it. Yeah, there I are know, no redheaded stepchild. Let me know what the hell you're talking about. Like that yeah, is yeah, yeah. So 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 what? So redheaded stepchildren used to be beat more than other uh, regular children because they have red hair. Like I don't get it. I know a lot of gingers. Hell, your brother's a ginger. You know what I mean? And kick a ginger day. You're just asking for the wrong guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, kick a ginger day. Well, pfft, we'll get you one right back in the melon there, turkey. Yeah, so yeah, skin a cat, kick a ginger day. All right, whatever. anyway, so yeah, Houston, the Brits Houston started that. Cleveland, Houston mm-hmm. and Cleveland. This is a game. The total was nine and a half. It just went up to ten in the last ten. hour or so. Yeah, the first half total has it's weird. It went up to ten, but it was at five and a half, and it was minus one sixteen before to the under. Now it's minus one twenty four to the under. At five and a half. And this isn't a game with the pitchers, you know, because they're not the names, Cap. That people would be running to the window to think that it's going to be a lower scoring game. But uh, Plusik uh, here tonight, Indians have won each of his last four starts. Uh, his yep. last his last start, he went to seven innings. He only gave up one run. Um, he's been solid, man. The Indians are six and one the last seven times he's been on the hill. And this dude here tonight, this young kid uh, for Houston, last two starts, he gave up one run in each of the games only. He shut down a pretty potent Texas uh, lineup. Uh, He rolled through them. Uh, He shut down the St. Louis Cardinals as well through six innings. Damn, he pitched six innings twice, gave up one run in both starts here. You got a 10 on the board because people don't know who these pitchers are really, right? What's the kid's name? Urquidy? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, Urquidy. People are like, Jose Urquidy. Zach Plesek, who the hell are these guys? I tell you, the total's too high at 10. I think, give me under five and a half first five here. Under five and a half first five. I'm going to also, I'm looking at a lot of line movement in these games tonight. I'm not going bonkers because we're doing the live show at 8 o'clock, but I'm going to make Cleveland an early play and see what happens after that. I think uh, Plesek's numbers are good. Yeah, no, dude, I'm getting plus 140 now. Like, uh, the people keep on betting Houston. Like they got tomorrow's paper. Well, plus 140 to Cleveland looks pretty damn good. Dude, I got a couple like juicy dogs. Like they're both climbing and the dogs. And yeah, I, I'm going to take a shot with Cleveland. I will I will go back to Boston, the team that screwed you last night with Porcello. I know his, uh, I'm, done with his, I'm done with that. I'm done with his that. form's not good. But this guy pitching for Tampa, Kittridge, he's going to get hit hard tonight. Might want to look at the over in that game, 11. Because Porcello's been bad and Kittridge has been bad, right? Marlins lost last night by one. That game pissed me off. Yeah, I want no part do. of this one tonight. No, uh, it's a good price for Alcantara. Going to pass. I don't want to <laughs> lay a buck ninety. No, I don't want to be. You know what? If you like Minnesota, maybe parlay them with Degrom. See what that pays. What about? But, uh, uh, I'm gonna probably pass. What about the Chicago Cubs? Have been a little bit of a free fall as of late. Been struggling. Uh, Wainwright got it done uh, yeah. last night. The Cubs have lost six of their last eight. Uh, baseball game right now. I'll tell you what, man. Um, Kyle Hendricks, winless in his last six uh, starts. Cubs haven't won. Uh, he's he's uh, he's had he's struggled as of late. Hendricks. The Cubs are struggling right now. But Mikolas, I'm not trusting Mikolas, him really tonight. I don't either. You know? I don't trust either of these guys. The totals eight. Who knows? Uh, last night yeah, the Cubs lost a lot of guys on. They they did that was a really poorly played game. Uh, I'm going to pass on this game. I'd probably want to take Hendricks over Mikolas, but no, no. pass. Uh, pass. 
Milwaukee at Oakland. I liked Oakland last night, and they got it done. Short favorites um, here tonight. Mr. Anderson. Mr. Anderson yeah. screwed us last week. Uh, didn't pitch well. Uh, but Oakland are a damn good home team. They're just a good team, man. They're 61 and 47. People don't talk about it. Yep. They're 14 games over they 500. Don't. Look, you have a Milwaukee team, because, ooh, people hype Milwaukee. You have a team that's four games over 500 on the road. Milwaukee have a losing record on the road. They're on the road against a team that's 61 and 47. 12 games over 500 on, on their home field, and it's only minus 117, Cam. I got to take Mr. Anderson. Give me the Oakland yeah. A's tonight, not to mention Jordan Lyles. This guy's 0-18. His last 18 starts in the month of July, guys. 0-18. It's July 31st. It's last call. It's our last opportunity. Last call, last call with Lyles. I'm going to lay off this game and just a lot of line movement in this game. Um, basically, when we talked to Lawrence, Milwaukee gave, they were like, like plus even money. Now I'm seeing uh, a lot of people are smashing Oakland. I'm going to stay away from this game, and I know we're going to do the live show, but there's something weird about this game. It's one of those fishy games. I'm going to stay away from it, but I'm not going to talk yet of taking Oakland. Like, Oakland's a great – you said it. They get no respect. I don't know how the hell they're doing it. They're picking up guys Homer Bailey, Tanner Rourke. Okay. Oakland just keeps on doing it. Like it's, they think they can turn these guys into winners in that park. Uh, my, uh, so yeah, my picks tonight, I'm going to take Oakland. I'm going to take Oakland minus 116. I'm going to take DeGrom and Giolito strikeout props over. So DeGrom over 8.5 Ks, Giolito over 5.5 Ks. I want to get a piece of the Mets here, Cam. Beat the Mets. I I want to get a piece of the Mets somehow, but I might just lay the 196, bro. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to lay, and I'm going to put them in. I don't want to play around with parlays and stuff. You know what I'm going to do? I don't want to play around. No, actually, I'm not going to play around with parlays. I'm going to take the Mets at 190, and I'm going to take them at minus one and a half, minus 20, and split up the bet, both sides. I think, and then I'll be happy if yeah, they, Mets, they crush Mets them. Mets are going to win tonight, it. like four nothing or something. I think. I think I, I think they'll get it done. Maybe a little I higher some score. Goal. Five two. That's some uh, goal. Yeah, yeah. No, I think I think they're going to win by two runs or more. That's why I'm going to lay the one and a half. Hey, Gabe, this week the golf. Uh, it's in. Uh, yeah, yeah. Go it's in Webb Simpson's. It's in Webb Simpson's backyard, so it's the Valspar, uh, what is it, the Wyndham Championship. I'm sorry, Brent Snedeker also has a lot of ties there, does well. But as I mentioned with you and Ranieri on the morning show, I think Jordan Spieth, you're going to give me Jordan Spieth. If you can find him at 18, smash that. I found 16 uh, right now. He's down to 16, so I guess uh, some people are betting him. Spieth had more boat, uh, birdies than Brooks Kepka last week. It's unbelievable. He's one of those guys, he just, you know, he's got to minimize a little bit of damage. 16 to 1. This is the week, Gabe. You talked about it. He's getting closer. I'm going to bite. Colin Morikawa is the best young player on tour. Everyone's talking about him. He's better than these older guys. The guy won last week. He has a second before. How do I not take him at 18 to 1? Definitely a top 10 bet. Next, I'm going to go with Billy Horschel at 30 to 1. Always plays better in the second half of the season. He's warming up for the FedEx Cup. Remember when he came back and won the 10 million out of nowhere? That's what Horschel does. Uh, three guys at odds for you Alex Noren. Better, better form from the Swede. He's 40, 40 to 1 this week in this tournament. I'm going to take him. I like the way he's playing better. The Wolfman from Joe Ranieri's school, Oklahoma State, Matthew Wolf at 55 to 1. And I'll give Sun JM another chance at these odds at 60 to 1. I've talked to a couple other people who like Lucas Glover this week. He is 55 to 1, but I can't bet everybody in the tournament. From a DraftKings perspective, Gabe, I did a team with um, 
Jordan Spieth, we managed to get all these guys in the team. Jordan Spieth, Sanjay M, Alex Noren, your boy Scott Piercy from Las Vegas, Nevada, Big Bo Hostler, and Kiradash Appa Barnrat. So we're going to go with the big names and some cheaper guys. And if you want to take another big guy, I did another team with Sepp Straka, Sanjay M, Colin Morikawa, Dylan Fratelli, Scott Piercy, and the Canadian Gabe from your favorite band, Roger Sloan. Sloan. <laughs> hot player. It's, He's had three top hot. 15s in the last three tournaments. <laughs> Sloan. Not the band I hate, it's their fans. It's their That's fans. Their yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, <laughs> Sloan. I like Jordan Speed as well. I think Speed's got to win a tournament again, guys. And you know, the, the, the summer's nearly up. This is nearly it. Time for Speed to get one. Not a very deep field. There's not as many tough guys to beat here. Decent odds here for, for Speed. I agree uh, with the, the Speed picking. I don't know, dude. It's like, the, well, whatever. I was going to say, they're listening to me. Well, we are right here at the FanDuel. But as soon as I say, yeah, you know what? I'll just pull the trigger. I'll play the 196 on the Mets. Let's take, you know what? I'll just put 100 bucks on it to win 55 bucks or whatever. And uh, they just moved it, dude. 205. Holy jeez. Oh, it just yeah. fell back to 200. And people are really messing with yeah. this Met game right now, bro. Yeah, they, they sure are. All right. They sure are. These are my picks. Astros. Astros and the Indians under five and a half versus five. Astros tribe under 10. Oakland Athletics to win the game. Drop the Grom over eight and a half strikeouts. Lita over five and a half strikeouts. And I like the Mets to win the game. We'll be back at eight o'clock. Me too. Camp, Drew Martin and uh, Brian Leonard. Other than that, you're on your own. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Here's what you missed on Game Time Decisions. Uh, where it is uh, raining, there are uh, dark clouds uh, hovering uh, over um, the city uh, right now, and uh, that dark cloud um, is the New York uh, Yankee fans who actually have a hashtag uh, started, Fire Cashman. Um, I am Renzi, the Raging Redhead, uh, Cam Stewart, as you just uh, rattled off a lot of these deals, uh, Cam. Big, big oh, uh, day. There's a lot of them. Calm, calm before the me. storm. We've got movement, yep. um, though. We'll just cut uh, right down to uh, to the chase. Uh, yesterday, we were talking about Major League Baseball future odds, and the, the L.A. Dodgers were favorites. And the Dodgers were um, they were they were they, they were favorites on their own. They were plus uh, 260 yesterday. And the remember, we were talking, the Yankees and the Astros were both a plus 360. And I remember noting, I found it interesting that the Astros and Yankees had identical odds. When you, me, and Kurtz all agreed, we thought the Houston Astros were better uh, than the New York Yankees. Uh, but FanDuel has already adjusted the numbers, uh, Cam. The Houston Astros have gone from plus 360 to plus 290. Now co-favorites, oh, the Dodgers also sit at plus 290 right now. Yankees fell to plus 400. Um, so you picked up 40 cents change, Cam. 40 cents your change on the Yankees. I like 40 the Bronx cents. Bronx Bombers Any are now plus 400. 
um, it seems like an L.A. Dodger Houston Astro World Series is inevitable, but man, the Houston Astros aren't playing around. It reminds me of the Golden State Warriors in their prime where they just always, you know, they just get better all the time. And I don't know. It seems like every deal Houston makes, they sort of get the better of the other team. You notice that too? <laughs> You're absolutely. I know. Yeah. And, they, and it's funny. They dealt with the Jays a lot today, right? Late trades. Yeah. Aaron's dealing actually... with the Jays a lot too, Cam, because Shapiro hey, and Akis hey, don't know what the hell they're I'll... doing. I'd be on. I'd I'll be dealing with the Jays thing. too. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing though. I will Are you guys defend, interested in trading Vlad Guerrero Jr.? No, 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 no. Or Bo Bichette or these guys. Slow down, Marenzi. The young core is good. We just uh, swept the Kansas City Royals here. But you're right. Teams are on speed, speed dial to deal with the Jays. The Nationals made a move, too, for Hudson. So, basically, the Jays relievers all gone now. And Sanchez. It surprised me. Sanchez is not as bad as his record record indicates. He was very good in his last start. And now Houston, a plethora of riches. They can, show him in, they can put him in any time. And adding Zach Greinke, you said it, man. The Astros don't screw around. And the Jays didn't really get a lot back. Just prospects. Who knows if they're going to pan out. Why'd they throw in Piagini on top of it all? Oh, Piagini's a, he's, he's a mop-up guy. But, you know clubhouse guy they say actually guys are really upset here that he's gone kid. people love the genie all right mark lawrence will join us and gang